Welcome new BFFs and returning BFFs to That's What Friends Do podcast. I'm your BFF Takara. And I'm your BFF Nina. And today we are bringing in one of our BFFs and special guest, David. So, David, do you remember how you met both of us? I remember I remember how I met Nina. And I remember how me and Nina got cool. I'm trying to figure out the car. Did we meet? Like, I mean, of course, I met you through Nina. So I'm not, I can't remember if it was, it was a prom or it was like somewhere we were just all going. I probably can't remember. Do you remember? I think it was the prom. Was it my prom at the Elm Street? lounge or something like that it could have been I, think I don't know because you talking about the one when we had took that picture of the three of us sitting down I thought we knew each other before know. that right because yeah, I feel like we, if that if that's one of the pictures then we knew each other prior because okay. we went to both you yours north was a northwest where you was at northeast yeah northeast so we went to both prom that year so we already were cool I'm trying to think right. with another prom. But you know what, David? Now, I do, I will say this. Now, I do remember you coming to our first, like, cookout thing we did here for Memorial Day weekend. We was already friends then. Yeah. yeah. We already, because you were on the grill. Yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to figure out when so did we, I introduce that's, y'all? That's like the card. We were probably friends about a year or two by that time, that first cookout. Oh yeah, so? because you hadn't had the house yet. Yeah, we you got the house after the first was it in the first year after our friendship started? Yeah, that was a yeah, that was about right. Yeah, yeah the car was oh, already the car was already in her house when I met her. Because I'm trying to remember, did your okay. dad paint the ceiling? Did your dad paint the ceiling in your house when once you was already there or later on down the road? He came and stayed for a month before I actually moved all the way in here and painted everything. Okay. I do remember that. I do remember I, that. I'm trying to remember because I, I feel like, no, we was already friends by then because I, I had said something like, oh, he painted the ceilings because I'm so used to popcorn ceilings. I was, I, I think your house like painted the first house that I seen that that didn't have the popcorn ceilings. I don't know if you had it prior to moving in, but I know you were just telling me, you know, your dad did a lot of the uh, the work for you when he had stayed, um, stayed with you to, to fix it up to to your, to your life. Okay, oh, well, thank, thank goodness for no popcorn <laughs> ceilings, because we don't like those. Right? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sequoia said, hey. Hey, Sequoia! It's, hey. it's Nina Sequoia, baby. Yeah, we got. <laughs> oh no! Look, she's a she's a BFF too now, right? Yeah. yeah. Did, did you did you want to did you want to? No. Okay. Well, she just came back from work now. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. We love it. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, as far as me and Nina, um, so of course me and Nina worked in the union. So I was a freshman. Nina was a senior. Um, so I want to say, I remember. Because usually, because I work that night, I work that night on Saturday sometimes, I think. Sometimes I work on Saturdays or I fill in. So I would close the game room down. And after Mr. Muhammad got fired, um, both Nina and Espy were the two managers that were at to close down the, 
the, the game center. So, you know, me and Nina, we was cool. Like, hey, how are you, the center? But nothing really, like, you know, I'm just, I'm just kind of like, I'm kind of like just on about my day type at that time. But then when Rock asked me to become a manager, um, Nina actually graduated but was able to work um, that summer. So me and Nina were like basically always together at work because she was showing me how to do um, a lot of different things as far as what the position holds. So me and Nina got cool. It got to the point where I realized how Nina don't like to drive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> Wait, that's what you got out of this? That I don't like to drive. <laughs> I mean, no, that's I mean, an ongoing I mean, thing. Yeah, she don't she don't like to drive, so I find myself driving um, that uh, uh, blue Buick all the time. You know, like, hey, I'm gonna go ahead. Can you can you take me here, or can you go can you go pick this up for me? And I'm like, man, she really trustworthy to let somebody just drive her car. <laughs> like, yeah. But I mean, only, but only you, David. Time. Only you. <laughs> but but no, I know that me and Minnie, we've been friends since spring spring of '06. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. A, okay, it's wow. Some, it's been some years. It yeah. has. Your, your, your boy season, like y'all too, you know that, right? Oh, you remember when he used to pick at us for being <laughs> above the age of 30 with, before he was? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I remember. It's a lot of things that I remember. I think we're going to get into tonight. But, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm waiting for one thing. That I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to bring up one thing. Because I, oh. I couldn't find something in the house, but I'm, I'm waiting to see if someone brings this one up, which is really funny. Okay. Oh, I and think I, we all I think I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be great. So that's awesome. We, and so what's funny is, like, we, we know how we met. Yes, David and I, we met through school. That's kind of really easy to remember. And I don't remember introducing you to, I know we did a lot of things together, but I don't mm-hmm. remember introducing you to. And that brings us, to our first main point is like when we're maintaining friendships at what point does me 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 being the mutual friend i'm not the mutual friend anymore we're just all friends like when oh good question i i think when uh the car calls me to come get a gecko out her house (laughs) now now i think we was friends before that (laughs) i I mean yeah we was friends before that I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I just think that because when when you have questions, like I think when so you kind of get a good vibes from people. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm a, I'm a firm believer. You got people in your life for the moment. You got people in life for your and for the long time and for the long run, long haul. And then you got those middle people where you kind of don't know if they're for the time or for the long haul. But talking to Sakara and Nina as well, like y'all always felt like like big sisters to me. You know what I'm saying? I don't have any sisters. I have two older brothers. But it was like it was me being young and, and y'all being a little bit older, so y'all experience uh, the things that I'm going through and me having thousands of questions. Like I I know I asked thousands of questions, financial questions, and just listening to Sakara tell me about different things and, and her life experience and the things that, you know, her parents did for her and, and you know, the things that her, her father taught her. So those are things that 
I remember, like I always bring them up, like like I did at the beginning of when I called in about the three things, but it's just those things where you can get that vibe from people where it's like, that's a long, that's a lifelong plan. Very wow. good. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> and it's amazing, like the things that people actually remember, like you just kind of having conversation and talking about it a little bit, but the things mm-hmm. that people actually pay attention to and actually remember from the conversations oh yeah no I, I i always i always observe people like i'm always listening figuring out what's going on um i may not know a hundred percent but i kind of like you know it's like the the funniest thing um credit cards i remember when you had nina on your credit card as an authorized user that you know help boost the credit score i'm sitting there like like what are they talking about but I remember that conversation that y'all was having. So I'm like, okay, well, let me just listen because I know that once I get in a certain position, that may be useful to me. So I can circle back with the call. I can circle back with them because they know what they're doing at that time. And then I know the further y'all go along with, you know, with life and dealing with issues like that, it's like, you know more. So I can come and be like, hey, can you tell me what I need to do, what I need to learn? tips and tricks you know what I'm saying so that um, I can get ahead because y'all experienced everything prior to me getting that experience oh that's good that's really good having relationships that you can actually learn from I I never knew that you I knew you listened David you were always a listener you were always an observer Um, but I, I never knew you actually took so much like from us just being friends like t and i just yeah just talking just just talking because <laughs> that's no, what we no. do because because <laughs> that's, that's what friends do right <laughs> and but you actually listening and gleaning and i'm actually really happy and i will say on my end um i was excited that i that you didn't have to keep going through me to get to takara that we could build this friendship between the three of us and it didn't have to be you know we didn't have to feel any type of way. I didn't feel any type of way, right? Because when mm-hmm. that gecko got in the house, I don't know who she thought was going to be, but I'm glad she could call you and me standing over on the side so that you could handle your business, right? Actually, I believe you were on top of the chair and I was probably on top of the couch. I believe. Yeah, we were nowhere near. Oh, before. no. that That's the second, the, either the first or second one. The second gecko. There was more than one. It was it was twice. It was one time when yeah, Nina, you was there, and then it was one time Nina, you weren't there. And awesome. we ended up I think for some odd reason, somehow the gecko ended up in the garage. The girl was like, Well, we can't find it, so as long as it's out here, I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> and I did find out where it was coming from and that was taken care of because I cannot you're not paying, you can't stay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is so, so, so cool. I will say um, that I think having such a support route between the two of you um, and knowing that the two of you were like there for me, regardless of like what was going on, um, it was, it was special. It was a special time, especially when I was going through like relationship things. Oh my God, David has been there through some relationships i don't know if he remembers all of them but i'm sure there's a couple (laughs) i I remember two i'm not gonna put no names i don't remember i don't remember the young boy name 
but I know my, my man, I'm going to put his name on it. I don't know if he listens to it or not, but my man from JCSU. Oh, goodness. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. <laughs> I, was, I was on the fence with him, but I mean, he ended up trying to be a, 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 a good guy when things start falling in place for him down the road. I don't know where that guy relationship is like today, but, you know, at first it was kind of like back and forth, like on the fence, off the fence, on the fence. But I mean, I, 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 I take it as growing pains with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now that young boy, like, no. <laughs> that, that night, that night, I had to go pick up, pick up your vehicle. Right. <laughs> I, I was just like, I said, Nina, I'm going to say, I, I'm going to say no to this one right here. And it was heard loud and clear. Obviously, it was heard. <laughs> we, we used to call him, him who shall not be named. Because <laughs> I couldn't stand him. <laughs> and you know what's funny is people will say, you know, people shouldn't be in your relationship and da da da, da you know, what goes on between a man and a woman is between a man and a woman. But I am so grateful that I had friends who could help me see past my blind spots where mm-hmm. I was blind on certain things to him or allowing myself to, you know, not see a red flag and just kind of, <laughs> it's just a flag. It ain't red. It's just, it's just a flag. I was colorblind to the red flag, right? And so you guys were able to be like, Mm-mm, no, ma'am. <laughs> no, he did. In the car, he said, no. He said, that's a no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I tried to, when you ask me about it, but, you know, I wasn't, probably you know forthcoming I don't think about it yeah no 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 no. you were you were not you were not and and neither was really David you weren't like forceful with it but you allowed me to come to you in my own time and that's how our relationship was building like the three of us like we we understood each other enough and we learned about each other enough like I think we took the time to really get to know each other like working with David in the union oh god we were oh man it's almost every day i think i saw you almost every day yeah we, even we if we weren't even day. at work yeah yeah nah yeah you was working every day and then i was working every day because i would work down in the game room and then i would come upstairs um because you know of course we, we shut down the game room early yes but we, we worked we, i worked with you probably what we, I, we might have shut down probably about seven Seven o'clock, seven eight o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I come upstairs and work with you, or probably early. I can't, I can't really remember, but we were together every day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, Even, and that, yeah, that was a lot, but yeah. it was fun. Oh no, <laughs> I had, I, I had a great time. Oh yeah, and then T and I saw each other for the most part every day after yeah. I finally moved to my career. Um, in that that end of August of that same year, mm-hmm. um, and I just I really enjoyed. And I still worked a little. Bit. It was so funny because I was teaching, but I still came back to help out like a couple of days. And I finally like stopped working completely at the union in about I want to say end of August, beginning of September. So it wasn't long. It wasn't that long. But I just remember knowing that at some point, I know I introduced y'all. And then I think it was just cake from there. We were just golden. Oh yeah, just like me, like we all have our thing. Like me, like whenever I I either see the car, which I didn't do today, but 
I'm not gonna say it slipped my mind. It just this whole Zoom thing is just dope. But you know, <laughs> when I when I when I see the Carl when we text each other, I take to the same thing, the same the first line every time. All I think you read, all I think you read But now she's married. I had to, I had to find that out. I said, oh my bad, Senora. Hola, Senora. I had I had to correct myself because Ron definitely put a ring on that. He put two rings on that. Yes, so, let, let, let me not disrespect the marriage and let me go ahead and change that uh, senorita to senora. Okay. Well, you know, it was nice still feeling young, you know. Feeling young a little bit. But. Hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah, oh, I mean, now you haven't been through as many, you know, per se relationships with me, but you've seen a few of those. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember, like, and usually sometimes if I if I catch wind of it, yours is usually like was brief or kind of like ending off, like, okay, well, that's not gonna work out, you know what I'm saying? But Mm -hmm. I never, I don't think I really been in the middle of something. Um, Mm -hmm. I think one time, I think one time, I can't remember who it was. I really can't remember, but I definitely do remember meeting Ron. Okay. Because I met Ron at the cookout when, when um, I knew about Ron. I remember the cookout, and I remember he, he invited his friend and his friend's lady, lady friend came over there. You know what I'm saying? So that's when um, Ron was on the grill. Um, <laughs> you know what oh I'm saying? Which, which, which huh? <laughs> we, we're gonna get we're gonna get into we're gonna get into um we're gonna get into Ron a little bit okay. kind of you know a little bit lighter about that whole situation oh, but goodness. yes you on the grill you yes the, the, <laughs> the salute from the, the grill salute from the grill oh Look, goodness man, I, I, hey, trust me I learned Boiled chicken before you put it on grill. That they take forever in the day to cook. Um, Nina introduced me to broth, so I, I enjoy that. Put some mustard on it, call it a day. All right now, all right now, all awesome, right, awesome. So I guess the next thing is, um, what has to happen to make friends of friends feel comfortable? Um, you know, so the mutual friend doesn't have to be in the middle. Like, how does the new relationship build? Like, how do you feel like that was for you? Wow. Um, just being yourself and being comfortable. That's how I always looked at it. And you just have those conversations. Um, like I said, every everybody brings some type of could bring some type of value into your life. Um, because spark an interest, regardless if that interest may be you can scratch to the surface, the surface level of the interest, and it may not be a thing for you five years down the road. But just being natural and being yourself and having a good time and understand, understanding people's spaces and boundaries. Like, some people could be on 10, and you know that they're on 10, but it's like, okay, that's just how they are. But when they're around me, they understand that maybe you need to bring it to a five. You know what okay. I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. That's a That's a really great question but usually some people just click you know what okay. I'm saying they, they, they find some type of interest and click and then you just 
view people different. You know, you don't view them like as like, oh, that's her people's or that's his people's. Like right now, you know what? Like a bit, at the beginning, like yeah, that's the people's and stuff like this. But now, like yo, that's my people too. Like, if you need anything, let me know. And then everything's been cool from there. The answer. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And I do. I like that point about uh, some people just click. And I think that's definitely what happened with David and I. Even just working together, or whatever. I think we just clicked. There was no contention. I will say to this point. David, it was really refreshing to meet someone who didn't have an ulterior motive and or wanted something from you that you weren't willing to get. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. it was really refreshing. And you're more open to, to a relationship or a friendship with that person because you know that you can just be who you are. Like you said, on 10. I'm always on 10. We know that. We know I'm I'm the extra one. I'm the theatrical one. I'm the dramatic one, right? But, and you know that. you And you'll laugh at it. That's the, You'll just laugh at me and just move on. But it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, it was so refreshing to be able to have a true friendship with someone who had no ulterior motives and I didn't have any ulterior motives either. I never had, but it was mutual. So that was awesome. That's no always doubt. great. Yeah, I'm yeah, trust me, I'm with it. Um yeah, definitely, definitely you've been been really a lifesaver. Um in a lot of different situations in, in my life. Um uh, and even Changing, I think, which one? I don't want to say changing, but there we go. Introducing me to to new new ways of thinking. Um, coming coming with the uh, the first situation dealing with, which is so super funny, but the uh, getting taking me to get my uh, manicure and pedicure done. Like I'm like, you know, I'm not going to do that at the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm trying to remember how old that was. Oh gosh. I was probably 21, maybe 2021. I can't remember, but I've never like I've, I went to the nail salon with my mom when I was a kid. I've never seen a man. Um, my dad never went to get his nails done. You know, I know my dad soaked his feet just because he he, he gets dry skin uh, when I was young. But I'm just thinking, that, okay, yeah, he just uh, the dad skin off and stuff like that, but. Nina took me to the nail salon. I'm like, man, you know, men don't do this. And I'm walking up in here. And I was like, you know, I like this. And this is interesting. Now, the funny part about it, the damn water was hot. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I do remember that. Now, is this the time? Is this the time we all went? Is this the time we all went? Okay. I remember that day. I remember that. I think I still have a picture or something because I was like, "Look at them! Look at look at him! Look at him!" Now, and I, I screamed, but I was just like, "Man!" At first, I was just like, "I liked, I liked the the feeling of just relaxing and and, and it, it was it was cool." Even though I had made that joke because you know John was next to me, I was like, "Man, if some if some dude see us up in here, I know he can be talking shit." As soon as I turned around, <laughs> God looking at me, and I was like, "Damn." But, <laughs> But now, I mean, ever since then, like, I enjoy getting my nails done. I try to try to do different. I, I was trying every now and again, trying to do different things. Uh, and like, even in Charlotte now, I can I can't even really find uh, a good 
a nail spot. Like everybody's been giving me different um, venues and stuff like that, but I just really have appreciated. And there was this one when I moved back to Charlotte, they was putting the um, they was putting the uh, what's that? The wax on my feet. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and it yes, was included. The yeah, yeah, it was included. But all of a sudden, you know, no disrespect, you know, y'all don't have to bleep this out, but when, because, you know, it was the Asian spot, but then all of a sudden they hired some European lady and she was just lazy. You know what okay. I'm saying? So all of a sudden, you. like, you know what I'm talking about? She's from Europe. Someone from Europe. And I mean, I'm like, man, you ain't scrubbing my foot, nothing. And I tip. <laughs> I tip. You know? Oh, goodness. But I... I've always told the story when people ask me, like, dude, why do I go to the nail salon and stuff like that? I'm like, you know, my friend, she took me to the nail salon and I, I'm over here, like, I'm not going. Even when she said, I'll pay for it, I'm like, I'm not going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Y'all did not want to go. Kept yeah, trying to get out like, of it. <laughs> yeah. But I said, you know, I enjoy it. Like, sometimes, especially now, like, you really got to take care of your, take, take time out for yourself and just do something for yourself. Oh, that is absolutely true. That That's self-care true. is is important. Oh, man, I forgot about that. <laughs> we mm-hmm. had so many stories. <laughs> and I found some, I'm going to have to shoot you some, Um, I found some, you know, around your area just for me. I'm going to have to shoot them to you when we get out from here. Okay, that's, that's no problem. I mean, okay. trust me, I I enjoy going, get my nails done, shoot. Trust me when I tell you, the Corey will be laughing at me when I, tell when I go on vacation out the country and get my nails done. Man, the, the prices I be over here just the prices are good. <laughs> I, ain't I, I ain't gonna lie though. The last time I was in, I was in last time. I'm trying to think. I think it was the second time or the third. No, second time I went to Columbia. Okay, so I let this girl do it, and I don't know what she did, but she cut my big toe. All of a sudden, you know, I'm bleeding. She's getting, she's popping the blood and that stuff like that. Mm. Man, my my toe was purple. My big toe was purple. <gasps> oh, so no. I'm like, and my foot is hurt. Like it ain't hurting, hurting. Like I'm just leaning a little bit to the right, so I don't put no pressure on my big toe because it was hurt. So I go to the nail salon to sit there and see if I can get somebody to do it. The girl look at my toe. Man, she had the little I don't know what you want to call the the tools, but like a sharp joint. And I'm over here scared, like she about to cut me. Man, when I tell y'all, man, she saved my big toe. She was taking out all this skin and relieved oh. that pressure. Man, that purple went away, became white. I was like, oh my God, I gave that girl a $15 tip too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Look, cause look, we love it. Because look, the, the getting your nails done over there it was like seven dollars, like five or between five and seven dollars. So I oh, said, true. she said this, so you can have this little $15 right here, ma'am. That's true. You know oh, that's oh, right. Goodness. You oh, need yes. your toe. Good service. Oh, yes. You know it. You need the toe. You <laughs> need the toe. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, and that is something that I have loved about watching you grow. I feel like, I do feel like the big sister with my baby brother just kind of growing up behind me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, he's off to this place now. And he's going here to Japan, to Colombia, to all these different places. It was so, it's so exciting watching you just like live your life after you have 
really worked hard and just, you know, just watching you from college from as a freshman in college. I cannot believe I've known you since you were a freshman in college. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> so yeah, so that's, that's awesome. Your boy was young. <laughs> oh, well, that's awesome. You want to head into our first break, T? That's fine. You want to go ahead and do this? Sure, sure, sure. All right. You guys know we've been talking about the pandemic university. We've been talking about the things that we have been learning. And so last week we talked about your side hustle needs a side hustle. T went in on, you know, that's something that she had uh, heard somewhere. And I was like, yo, that's really dope. And then this week I thought about it and I was like, if your side hustle needs a side hustle you got to put in the work and it's not gonna be glamorous it's not gonna be instagram worthy it's not gonna be like snapchat worthy or tiktok worthy it's not gonna be beautiful like you're not gonna be this ig model with your work but you gotta put in the work if you want your side hustle to not be a hobby you can't treat it like a hobby and ask for it to you know upgrade your lifestyle right so you gotta put in the work I spoke to a group of people uh, some years ago. I think it was, and it was actually on my birthday. So I told them, welcome to my birthday party. They're going to hear me speak. So I told them, I was like, one of the best songs that I have ever heard was a song by Rihanna. And she said, work, 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 work. Now she's talking about some of the different type of work. I need you to do the work necessary to make sure that your side hustle is not a hobby. So you got to put in that work, 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 work. Okay. All right. So that's Pandemic University for this episode today. Come on, BFFs, put in the work. All right. That was the word. And that's the truth. That is like the that. truth. I like that. That was dope. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm, I'm over here thinking y'all about to drive a commercial. Like, oh, wait, y'all got sponsors? Not, not yet, David. Not yet. Well, look, not look yet. the way the way how Nina just broke it down. Like, I'm I'm looking forward to see how we break down the pandemic university. See how y'all do y'all thing. You know what I'm saying? But it, it was it was commercial commercial worthy. Okay, well, thank well, that's, that's even better. <laughs> they can pay me. Let me do your commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. All right. So we are moving on to our second main point. And that is being the mutual friend. How secure do you need to be with both of your friends to feel like you are not being pushed out or that the relationship between the other two friends is over? So I know I told my story uh, last time. And if you haven't heard it, you got to go back to the last episode. Okay. So that you can hear that story. But uh, David, do you have any uh, experience with this where you were the mutual friend and um, you just, you know, like, what do you have to be like? How do how secure did you, did you have to be to make sure that you weren't, you didn't feel like you were being pushed out? Um, I always feel that friends, everybody brings something different to the table. Um, so, you wouldn't feel, you can't really feel, in my opinion, you wouldn't feel any different just because um, I may not like something, I may not agree with something, and so I'm okay with, you know, taking the back to some situation. Um, I can even, you know, use the example where um, with the, the mutual friend situation, you know, you introduced, well, Nina, you introduced me to Takara, and then I introduced y'all both to John. You know what I'm saying? At the time, who was my roommate there. So 
And at the time, me and John were close. And then he had a best friend, John. And me and John were two different, well, me and the John's best friend, John, are two different individuals. And we bring two different, two different types of relationships. So I've never felt like I had to prove more um, to show that I'm just as, as a good friend because they've been friends for like for so long. Like we I, we've known each other for a long time, but you know the when you build that relationship when y'all just vibe together, you know y'all can vibe together and be best friends within a year versus somebody being best friends for like five years. But you know, I just know that everybody brings something different to the table, and if it can help you with your life or help you move move forward. You know that you know how to depend on people in different different scenarios. Ah, that sounds amazing. That sounds great. Great That's advice, good. BFFs. Yeah. yeah, you know sometimes you don't when you go into friendships and things like that. You don't think of things that way. I think, and I think that is very selfless for somebody to be thinking that way and very unselfish about you know how you can be friends and how other people can be friends with your friends and you not feeling any kind of way about it. So that's good. Yeah, no, trust me. I, I, um, I, I, I love people and I, and I love friendship and I, and I, and I truly cherish it. Um, but I always say like one of my, uh, one of my good friends, I've known him since sixth grade and, you know, we still hang out to today. Um, I always tell him because he is, very uh, very helpful like whatever he can do for you he will help you out and he's learning these last two years that he can expect people to do the things that he do he does for them and I told him that I said you can't I said you can only bring yourself to the table to those people but you got to understand that if they're showing that they can't do this it's one thing they, if they can't do something for you it doesn't mean that they will not do something for you. You just got to understand where people's strengths are at, where their strengths are weak. You know what I'm saying? And then you move from there. But I'm just like, look, if you if somebody asks you for $10,000, knowing that they can't make $10,000 back to pay you with that money, you can't give them $10,000. And you tell them straight up, I'll give you 1000 because I know you can come up with 1000 but 10000 no. Just because you can come up with the ten thousand don't mean they can. But it doesn't, it doesn't mean there's no love lost situation. It's just that you can't you can't put everybody in the same position as you because everybody um, moves a little bit different. I agree with that. I, I totally agree with that. And sometimes, you know, especially when you're dealing with money and things like that, a lot of times if you don't give it, just go and give it away. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I don't normally do loans between friends. It's usually, I'm just going to give you this. If you decide to pay it back, amen. Hallelujah. If you don't, I'm going to be okay. Okay. So that's awesome. Uh, let's see. Second part of this. Um, how secure as a mutual friend do you need to be to be even, to even bring together two friends? Like, I think T said it, you know, you can't be selfish, right? Or, or when, and when you, she was responding to what you were saying, it was like you were being very unselfish. But have you encountered people who were just like, no, I don't want you to meet them because I don't want y'all to be friends. You're my friend kind of thing. 
I'm honestly, I've never, I don't think I've really experienced that. Um, I'm not saying it could not happen, but I've just never experienced it uh, that I know of just because it, it, you wouldn't be comfortable about around those mutual friends because uh, if somebody don't like each other, they kind of put that that mutual friend in a bond. Like, I can't bring this person around, but I want to incorporate my friendship into others. I incorporate, include my friendship together when, you know, it's time to do something, whether it's going to an outing, um, going to, to like a, a special event, even for that mutual friend. Like, you don't want to have that, 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 that there are those issues now if two people just don't care for each other but they can be in the same place you know it is what it is but um but no i mean like you you like you said they, they, they ain't no point you can't keep people to yourself the other friend we're gonna have other friends anyways that y'all don't even hang out with you know what i'm saying like you gotta you have different you have a you have your own identity that's good that's good i want to talk about um John a little bit um, because I know I met him when y'all were still in college Mm -hmm. if I'm yeah when y'all were still in college he was your roommate and I do know that we all I think it kind of was the same we all kind of clicked together like we all kind of clicked together so um, for you did it matter to you that John was going to have a friendship with either me or Takara no, I was, I was, I was happy about the situation just because um, you were comfortable around him. The car was comfortable. The car was comfortable around him when we all were together or even separate. Um, I do know that you know you and John hung out um, at times. I know that luckily for me, at times John was able to, to take me places you need to go. I didn't have to drive. I didn't have to wake up. Even though, even though you came to. <laughs> to um to come get us because we live on two different sides of town but it was like oh I don't, I don't have to go take the car to get an oil change or anything like that you know what I'm saying but um but no I mean it was cool with that and and I and I, I told this to John like years ago um John is the type of person where he is the glue in situation so with being friends with him he doesn't have to worry about um, trying to act a little different. John could be himself at the end of the day, people are going to be glued to him, so he doesn't have to worry about trying to fit in with the crowd. John is that, that glue in the crowd where everybody can come to him. I, I can agree with that. And can, can we just say yeah. that um, I do remember the two of you having a conversation and dividing up the duties of Nina. Like, who was going on the field trip with Nina and who's taking her to prom? Like, I do remember you guys having that conversation about here are the things we have to do for Nina. So (laughs) I'm going to take these. Like, you guys had a whole conversation about who was doing what. John did the brakes. You did the oil change and or the uh, inspection for the car. Like, I was not that bad. Okay. It wasn't like a whole list. No, nah, you weren't. You weren't that bad. Nah, I mean, I think we probably did it as joke. Now, I love going to the prom. The prom was always fun. The last prom that I went to, it was. It just wasn't as. I don't know. That magic wasn't there. These kids were kind of lame a little bit. No disrespect. But. Yeah, they were. Cause I was mad. Cause I got cute, 
I had on a cute outfit. I had the I had a cute hairstyle. I mean, I was right. bomb. You know what I'm saying? I was mm-hmm. gorgeous. So yeah, no, yeah I, I feel you. I, I enjoyed going to that those proms with you with at Weaver, and then I enjoyed going to uh, the prom that to uh, the Northeast. Cause that cause that prom was at Northeast was a little bit funny too. I'm like, so they just let these kids wear whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I know one of the teachers. She, I'm sitting there like, oh, so that's how we get down. I said, okay. You know, I guess this is just what we do when we're a little bit older. You know what I'm saying? Like she was over there about to bust out her clothes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Even though, you know what? There, and it's so funny because after I stopped working where Nina worked and I started working at the school where I was working at, then we went to the prom. You could see the difference in the children. You could see the difference in the school. And so you got to experience like, you know, you were used to going to to Weaver's prom. Right. And those being, you know, kind of calm and weird. You know. <laughs> then you came over. Then you came over there to the public school. The real like, public school. Real public school. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, no, no. I agree. Like, like the car, the school that you worked at, we went there. I'm like, it reminded me of my school, but it's just the fact that in my high school, they wouldn't let y'all let you in the door looking like that. Like that kids, the kids at that school, I'm talking about like I know one like, and I feel uncomfortable because like these are these are uh, uh, even though I don't even know how old I was, but I'm like I'm not trying to look, but these girls are just like like you know what like bam it's right there. Yeah, you know it, was a, it was a bit much. It was a bit right. much. I was like, well, so I'm over here looking up because I don't want to make nobody feel uncomfortable. I don't want the administrators to feel like uh, you can't bring outside guests no more. You know what I'm saying? What's funny is you became a staple at the Weaver prom because if you weren't there, they'd be like, well, Mm -hmm. where's your date? (laughs) It was like so serious. Like people asked for you and looked for you because you were there. Like you were my standing prom date for like years. Which is hilarious to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, I I can always take something away from each one of your proms. Um, and then, uh, I mean, I hate to bring this one up because I don't want to bring it up last, but you bring it up first with you know with Chef. I, I always look forward to the ending of, of the prom because it was like yes. it was always ended the same way, and it was just you know it was really cool. Um, I remember when. Great. I met I met your assistant principal. I thought she was a little girl. Like you don't want to dance with nobody. Oh, I remember. <laughs> oh my gosh, completely and forgot about her. She just looked at me and you was like, "David, she's assistant principal." I said, "She like she about 15, 16. and you were so serious. Right. <laughs> she did look young. She looked younger than I did, and I always got yelled at for being in the hallway. And I was a teacher because <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. "Um, I have a badge." right here right and then um <laughs> i think the funniest one even we laugh about it i think every year when we do go to prom um tyler skyler skyler there we go my apologies uh-huh. like, that was funny i was there for that when i when i tell you i was caught off guard I was caught off guard, and then 
And then you had to laugh after the moment you were caught off guard. And then even still to this day, when I do think about prom or anything like that, I think about, did this boy really ask me to dance with him and grab my tie, like, trying to pull me on the dance floor? It like, did. I'm looking at him like... <laughs> and like, he I'm, did. I, I'm over here struggling, making sure that I don't make eye contact for too long with anybody, not really talk to these children because I don't want nobody to, to think that I'm doing anything. Right. Just just for some boy to ask me to come dance with him. Like, come on. <laughs> you know he what caught I'm saying? me but off I, guard. <laughs> and, and what's funny is he was like, oh, Miss Sumter, he was so yummy. And I was like, Scarlett, go, get, sit down, do some math work. <laughs> like, just yeah. do, do your work. I know you didn't do your homework because you went to prom. Do, do your work, <laughs> right? Yeah. He was hilarious. And then I think after that, another one came up to shake your hand because for some reason they felt they needed to be protective of me. Um, these children, hilarious. Like, I'm the adult, mm-hmm. right? I'm the adult. And I still have lots of photos from our photo booth sessions yeah. when we started doing those. <laughs> those are great. Mm-hmm. I, I have loved having you here. Oh my you gosh, this has been awesome. It's been good. So, but um, uh-huh. go ahead. I'm a bit. Go ahead, Takara. I'm a bit. No, no, no. Go, go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say, but even with you, I know, I know you think you do another podcast with me dealing with financial talk, mm-hmm. but I know that uh, speaking with you, like I know a, a lot of my financial you know, um, curiosities, I guess you could say. Um, I, I think I got a lot of stuff from you, you know what I'm saying? So you do real talk and ask questions. Um, you'll probably give me, if you gave me in-depth information, so I always appreciated, appreciated you about that. Um, like I said, dealing with the credit card situation, um, you know, trying to get the finances under control. Cause I know when I was, I was, I'm going to say I wasn't, I was in debt when I got out of college, of course. Um, not bad, not the minutes, but you know, it was like minimum pain or minimum and stuff like that. But I know, which is super funny, because I tell Sequoia and Sequoia always rolls her eyes at me. But um, when me and you talked about your, when you, when you purchased your home back in the day and the program that you went through, and you was like, um, I guess, we, I don't know what they called it then, but I know now they call it the, the civil servant program. Okay. It was the so, uh, good neighbor next door, I think is what they used to call it. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you was like, yeah, you know, teacher, police, fireman, I was like, oh, teacher. I said, shoot, I'm going to go ahead and marry me a teacher so we can get this <laughs> loan right here. So this part knocks off of a couple years. House about to be paid off. So, you know, Sakar, I was like, Sakar, when I loved it, I loved your house. Um, oh, and I love what yeah. you what you did. I love what you did to it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, when yeah. I you know when I was around. I mean, I haven't been around in about 20 years. Um, <laughs> wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Right? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Take a zero off we, of that. <laughs> we, we, okay, I, I ain't been around in a minute. But then also, <laughs> also, I, I love the neighborhood. I was like, yeah, I could live like you know with the car doing. You know, you're in Greensboro, but outside of Greensboro, so like. A lot of my financial thoughts, like my my scratching the surface financial thoughts, uh, always led back to you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and then okay. e- even when I was about to go through the, the housing process, you know, you're the first person I reached out to just because you you've been in it years ago. And even though it was a long time ago, 
even so now like you're kind of like in real estate even though you're kind of on, on the other end of real estate but it was just like you were the first person like you always been the first person i would think about as far as when it came down to real estate and you know researching and stuff like that so it was always like it was a there was always a lot of things that I've taken away from you that I, I don't think you probably noticed. You, you just, you know, just communicating about it. But there was a lot of things that I found that that I took away from you just to, you know, better my situations or just have a better understanding. You know, okay. now oh, as I'm, took, I'm so I'm glad like, that I could, you know, I just to me, if I can give somebody information to help somebody. It's not just, I, I, what am I benefiting from keeping everything I know to myself and not helping somebody else if I can help somebody else? Right. Trust me, bro. I'm not, I'm not on the, uh, the Dave Ramsey situation just yet. Well, you know, I have my things that I, I, I like and now mm-hmm. I've, I've created my own thought process and processes and my own things that I take away from that. So right. I, you know, ride or die for Dave Ramsey right now. But there are a lot of things that I do think he does really well. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Because it's like, like I said, when I think the one thing that you know, not to, to put your business out there, I'm not sure if, you know who all listen. So I'm kind of like trying to keep it, you know. But I, I, one thing I, I learned and what I end up doing was me to purchase our home. And even prior to that too, um, saving money in different areas. So I have my savings accounts for emergency funds just in case something does happen. Because I've witnessed, you know, you go through a situation where things didn't work out work-wise, which, you know, I was... I was upset by the the standing situation, but I mean, at the end of the day, it, it, you always landed on your feet in a better situation. Um, but always having money set, set aside for emergencies. So I know I took that away from you. Um, gotta have some money because you never know when a situation like and I and I hate to say this, but like a teaching job is somewhat guaranteed just because okay, you may not teach at this school, but you can find another school to teach at. But it's like, you know, it seemed like for a couple of years, it's like things are going good. And all of a sudden, you know, someone tried to pull the one underneath your feet. And, but you was okay for a little while, you know, a little struggle here and there as far as a career path. But you always managed to find something better each time. You know what I'm saying? So I know for me, <clears throat> um, I appreciate listening to you talk about that. I don't know if he was talking with me about it or just talking in general and stuff like that. But I know I, I took that away from you, so I always have my emergency fund just in case if something happens. You know, with my job, I'll have some like some income still. And then at the same time I also got my income for traveling. <laughs> because <laughs> well, of course I, you do. Yeah. I, I think we actually probably won't even have to do that last question. No, uh-uh. I was just everything. gonna say that maybe we could wrap up with like a story we remember because David was like um, you know he was wondering if we was going to bring something up so I just figured you know. Okay so what I want to bring up 
is the, and I know T probably wants to bring this up too, so T, you might as well stay unmuted because you know we're going to talk about it. Okay. We were um, at Takara's and I think it was after a cookout or whatever it was we were doing and we were singing and playing and we were playing a Michael Jackson song, right? Mm-hmm. And here comes David <laughs> as the lead and God forbid we sing part of the lead, David quietly looks back at us and says, stay in the background. Oh, but you, oh. but you forgot a part though, Nina. Yeah, oh, did you? That, the did red. Cool. Did you forget the red cake? <laughs> the red, the red blanket. The red blanket. That the red cake. blanket. That's right, because that was supposed to signify the red jacket mm-hmm. of Michael. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, he had the red jacket on. Mm-hmm. Turn back. Put that little hand up and say, "Stay in the background." Uh, oh my God! <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. this is real quick the time he and John were here and my mom was here oh God. and they were chasing <laughs> us around the house and I know John did, I, I'm not sure if David did, went in the bathroom to get the water to oh throw on gosh. us and we, and we ran. ran screaming because <laughs> we didn't want to get our hair wet oh yeah. my gosh I remember that, that- <laughs> Nah, I, I remember that one. But I wasn't chasing around because I know me. If, if I if I flip and hit the wall, I know I'm gonna put a hole in your wall. I was like, I, I, I'm definitely I'm definitely not put, playing around your house because I don't know who will be mad at me more, you or your dad. So I think, <laughs> let, let me let me just watch. Emma. Oh my gosh, y'all are hilarious. Oh man, there's so many stories. So many. No. Is that one you wanted to bring up, David? We didn't mention. Man, I'm trying to think. I know I love when we were when we were doing. I think we did probably like what two or three the annual cookout. Oh, yes. But I love I love when we when we played the, the Michael Jackson experience when he had it on the projector on the back of the house. Yeah. Like, yes. Like I your still house, have that projector. <laughs> Like your house of car was the staple where we were able to let our hair down and just enjoy each other and enjoy life. You know what I'm saying? You know, a couple of hours getting away from, you know, from life. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Yes. That's good. I'm glad. Because I know the other people, like the neighbors came out and they were watching what we were doing at one point. And I I had it on lock. Okay. We had it on lock. We knew every dance. <laughs> I, I know, I know. I used to get at the car all the time talking about, man. If that, if your neighbor don't move their truck in front of your house, put it over by their house. David, I, you know what? They moved. They moved in the neighborhood into a bigger house, but they don't live. They just moved this year. They don't even live over there in across oh, the street. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Right. So we still parking their truck at the yard. <laughs> Actually, one day it blew up. So Get out of here. <laughs> not over here. I guess on the street somewhere. Oh, okay. Yeah, not over here. Like so. I tell you, like the car, you should get a fence. We're gonna buy this part of the grass <laughs> right? over there. And you was like, Well, that's a part of the uh the nature trail. Well we need to talk to the age away, age away Like like I don't have a problem with people parking up on their house, but it's like you got this truck in the trailer every day by your house. Like if if you have company, we got to park in front of the truck and behind the truck. We can't just park behind each other who's all coming to your house. Right. Yeah. That was that's my true. concern, too. I was like, mm, that's not cool. 
I wanted to. I told John one time when he was coming. I said, "Park over in front of their house." <laughs> they they don't park over here. Yeah, park in their driveway. You should have. But I'll, I'll say I'll say this though. I mean, I definitely appreciate y'all thinking of me uh, coming into the podcast, and you know, I definitely love both of y'all because you know, both of y'all were and uh, were were very much a staple in my life um, at the time when I kind of needed the guidance on different things and just learning experience and me just learning and understanding what trying to figure out what's going on and how to maneuver in life. And because I'm not, and y'all know I'm not saying this to be funny on the deceiving part, but I'm going to say just being a little bit older. Um, y'all, not older, excuse me. The two of y'all being a little bit older, y'all both experienced experience in life before I was able to get to a certain level. So I do appreciate the things that y'all have done for me. Um, uh, they've never gone unnoticed and I've always been thankful. No matter, you know, how small or big it was, it was very much appreciated. Because, uh, you know, of course, I didn't have to do certain things, which I did it anyway, because I know my character. So I, I definitely do appreciate that. And, you know, being able to, to laugh and, and, and uh, about our old stories and past and stuff like that. Because, you know, we all been through a lot and we see each other, you know, grow in different areas. So, like, you know, I've always had fun being around y'all and there's never been an issue where I felt some type of way you know towards y'all y'all have always been good or you have always been good to us and and I will say the same sentiment to both of you um having a little brother little big brother is what I call them like he's my little big brother that looked out for me more than I think anybody um if I needed anything, David was definitely there and I definitely wanted to repay that favor. And I appreciate you for being my standing prom date <laughs> for years. Mm-hmm. Um, even when you moved to Charlotte and you came back and came to get me to take me to prom, I thought that was, it was so sweet. And it was so special to me to know that we, our friendship was could still keep going and going and going. And I'm excited that we all met the way we did. David and I, Vince Carr and I, and now it's David Takara and I and it's like I just love that I no longer have to be a mutual friend but that we are all friends and that's right that's right that is for sure I'm not gonna you know but I, I you know really do appreciate having good friends because sometimes good friends are hard to find and to keep Um, you know, sometimes you grow apart, sometimes something happens, but I can honestly say with the friendships that I feel like I have with you two, you know, even though we might not talk on a regular basis, it's just like, you know, we've been talking. Exactly. It is definitely like that. Oh, this has been a great episode. BFFs, I hope that you guys have heard some amazing stories and have, um, you know, just had some great times. And I hope that when you have a, when you are the mutual friend that at some point you guys don't have to be that mutual friend anymore. Um, so let's, uh, talk about a quick spotlight. Um, actually 
I want to highlight someone again because they, uh, David touched on this person. He said he learned from this person some financial things. And who better to spotlight than your BFF Takara with designed financial coaching? Listen, she is the premier financial coach. Okay. The premier. You want someone who's going to help you in love and in light and make sure that your life is on the right track. That's who you need to contact. So T, tell us again what it is you do and what people can expect from you. Okay. Well, since I have been, um, you know, volunteered, I wasn't sure. I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. Um, so <laughs> I do <laughs> design financial coaching. Um, basically, I try to help people with their finances, with their budgeting, help them, um, you know, just learn financial literacy because it really is that important that people understand financial literacy and can manage their money and so um two of my taglines are um you know how you manage your money matters because it really does and um only you can design your financial future because you are the person that will be designing whatever future it is that you'll be living financially and so all of those things are important so i'm um you know diligently working all the time on this business um and so i hope that it is something that you know you guys can enjoy and learn from all right, and she does have a YouTube channel. You can follow her on Facebook. Um, look for her design financial coaching. I know that I, being a um, like friend client, <laughs> I know when I need some quick questions, I'm like, T, um, can you tell me about? And that's what I do. So listen, I'm telling you, she has some of the best information out there all in one place so that you don't have to look through all of the fluff. She's got the good stuff right there for you. All right. Uh, So uh, thank you guys so much for today. We want to say thank you to David. Yo, Dave. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, David. (laughs) Yo, it's funny. Because you know what? Before we sign off, David, you remember you used to tell me everybody calls you Dave. Yeah. But I never did. (laughs) And so then Sakara never did. Uh, I mean, trust me, I'm cool with it. Like, I used to have a thing back in the day. Like, I would rather have the women call me David because I just, I love the way how it sounds when you roll off the tongue. But unfortunately, it's never worked that way. <laughs> it's so hilarious. It's so hilarious. Still the same old David. Oh, my goodness. Uh, let's see. Join us in two weeks for our next podcast surrounding the actual Friends of Friends. We have two more special guests, so one down, two to go. Uh, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Well, we hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Your BFFs, Takara and Nina, thank you for joining us, and we can't wait to talk to you next time on the That's What Friends Do podcast. Bye, BFFs. See you later. Bye, guys.